it's really about going within. We have the answers within us. Whether you are spiritual, woo-woo, whatever it is, you don't need to be. It's really just about tuning into yourself. Like a gut instinct or an intuition or some sort of nudge will happen and you've got to listen to what that is. And when you follow your purpose or you follow what lights you up, you can't fail. Everything comes to you. It's easy. It's with flow. And I don't mean it's easy because there are challenges, but it feels easy and, and, and it comes naturally to you. Hello and welcome to the Mind to Lead podcast. I'm Georgie Hubbard and I am on a mission to help you live a level 10 life. If you want to live an extraordinary life, a life full of passion and energy, of joy and abundance, then this is the podcast that teaches you how to do just that. Through my conversations with some extraordinary leaders and my own life experiences, I come to you weekly with all of the teachings, and steps you need to take your life to the next level. So if you are ready to develop the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to the Mind to Lead podcast. And today I am very excited as I have the opportunity to sit down with a beautiful human being, Rebecca Neal. Rebecca is a business and NLP coach and Beck helps new business owners, coaches get up and running whilst building the confidence they need to attract their dream clients. Rebecca, amazing to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to hopefully share insights for people today. Yeah, I think you're just going to just really offer so much value. So I'm super excited. So before we get stuck into it, could you just give uh, the audience a little bit of who is Rebecca and what your journey has been to this point in your life right now? For sure. So it's been like a long journey. I always joke that I am a 12-year overnight success. (laughs) (laughs) Because unfortunately, uh, in the coaching space, more and more now, there are people coming out that have only really just started coaching and they're saying, you know, they're promising and trying to deliver the world when really they don't have the experience to do so. And there are the people who are like myself, who have been in the industry a long time and we've been coaching a long time and have invested a lot of time into ourselves, a lot of money, a lot of growth and all those sorts of things. So for me, in a nutshell, it did start in the fitness space. I was a fitness coach. I was a strength coach. I coached women and men, um, a lot of men actually at one point that were in the corporate space, but then I moved more into fitness modeling and I coached women all around Australia in um, comp prepping and photo shoots and things like that. So there was definitely a desire to coach people. And I always had a aspect of mindset, I guess, when I was doing this, because it's a big part of achieving those results. And I mean, I'd had my first, first coach when I was 19 years old. So I was very much aware of the power of a coach and the impact it has on your life. And so by the time I got to 24, 25, when I started coaching in the fitness space, I I really fell in love with getting results for, you know, for people and what that looked like for people in their life when they did get different results in their health and fitness. From there, I um, I actually went through some mental health things and had depression and that threw me into a different space altogether. Well, not different, I guess in a different path in this health and wellness space. I studied nutritional science um, I went down the health you know, path rather than the fitness path anymore. So I studied health coaching, a Bachelor of Health Science. I did life coaching and I did all those sorts of things that I felt was missing but continued my coaching passion 
And from there, I then um, dived into the world of network marketing uh, and spent a good couple of years in there learning how that side of the world works and the business in there had a lot of success, achieved some um, high-level achievements doing network marketing. But it got to a place where I was, I felt, I always say I felt like I was pushing porridge up a hill because people got really excited about this product or whatever it is they were selling, but they weren't all in on the business. It was more of a hobby. And for me, I'm incredibly passionate about getting people results, getting people into action and actually growing a business. So from there, I was like, well, I love teaching people business. I love that I have this years of experience in the health and wellness space. And so how can I evolve this coaching I guess, career that I have and help women who are actually ready to invest in a business and make it something big. So that's when I felt unfulfilled more so in network marketing and I moved into the business coaching space and I've been doing that full-time successfully sort of for the last 18 months and then fully booked out the whole time. So I now use and pull tools from life coaching, health coaching, you know, my nutritional degree, fitness, network marketing, and I bring it all together. And I only work with women that are in the health and wellness space or growing a passion. You know, they want to turn their passions into profit in that space. Mm. Wow. What a, what a journey. You've, you've done everything. It's amazing. And isn't that funny, though, that early on you identified that coaching was what you wanted to do, which I think is really super powerful because I think that... It, it takes a lot of people a long time to find their passion. So I think that that was something that you were very fortunate to find early on. And you you said something, well, a few amazing things there. But the, the key thing that I really want to pick out is you mentioned investing time in yourself, right? Now, I think that there's a lot of people who would love to start their own business or love to take the next step in their career or whatever it is. And I do preach this. I say, you know, invest in yourself, learn, upskill, be constantly developing yourself. And I'd love to get your thoughts on, you know, is this one of the first steps that people should be taking before they go leap into a business? You know, what what should people be thinking if they want to, yeah, just take their life to the next level, start a business or do anything, I guess? Yeah, great question, because I think as we grow, our business grows. And so definitely when I've invested in my own personal growth and and development, my business has expanded and then I'm able to give back more. You're also coming from a place that is not, uh, let's say, desperation energy or from a place of like chasing or being triggered as well. Like I work a lot with coaches. Well, they're my clients are coaches. And If my client is triggered by their client, they haven't done enough work to be coaching in that space. We need to be able to lean back. And I always joke about having a Teflon pan coating. We can still reach around and give empathy, but you shouldn't be triggered by your client. So you should have done the work enough to that level so that you aren't triggered. So yes, investing in your own personal growth. And this isn't just about you know, being a coach, this is about any type of business because there's going to be times that are challenging. We're all a roller coaster that's up and down and it is hard. Having a business isn't all sunshine and rainbows. Yes, it's incredibly rewarding. Yes, it gives you time, freedom and all these things, but you will work harder than you've ever worked before when you have your own business. And so I think we need to prepare ourselves for the challenges, the ups and downs, the rolling on the floor, crying and experiencing, you know, maybe drinking wine on a Tuesday, whatever it looks like for you. 
And by evolving ourselves as humans and investing in our self-care and our self-love routines and building our confidence and knowing that there will be rejection and all these things, yes, we're going to have more success in business because we can keep rolling with the ups and downs and the punches. Because, you know, I think it's like 80% of coaches quit within the first three years, I think it is, because they don't, it might even be shorter than I have to double check the stats, but because they don't do the work on themselves, they burn out. And they don't, I always say it's like on a plane, you must fit your mask first before you can help others. And so a lot of coaches go in, I just want to help everyone. I just want to do this. I want to bring on all these things. I want to build my business. And they burn out because they don't make time for themselves. So yes, investing in your self-care, in your own personal growth, evolving yourself as a human is going to then create a better business in the long term. Yeah. I completely agree with everything you just said 100% and I love that that you know put your oxygen mask on before you go and help others I think that is so so crucial and I always say it's like self-love and self self-love is the key to self-mastery you know if you put yourself first and you know I just want to say as well we met uh on the beach because we were starting our days you know walking our dogs and having that time for ourselves and um you know and we just got chatting and I just think that you and I are very very big fans of putting yourself first creating a beautiful morning routine because then you can show up for others you know because you've had your time you've journaled you've meditated you've worked out and then you're ready to serve others you said something as well super powerful about the whole like trigger as well and you you said that you went through a bit of a dark time with depression and things like that so I'd love to if you wouldn't mind go into that because I think that this is why a lot of coaches go into coaching right because they've been through something themselves whether it's anxiety depression you know a breakup whatever it is and they want to then help others because they've done the work and they've come through the other side so when when did you I guess what were the steps you took to sort of overcome the the you know the depression and and what did that look like you know when you were really struggling with it great question there and I'm happy to share very much so because it was a very pivotal time in my business and my life I was I think I was about let's say 26 or 27 when it happened, I'd been a fitness model full time. I was, I was training 55 clients. It was like sessions a week. Like I was training twice a day. I was sleeping four to five hours. I was eating seven meals a day. Like that was my life. And so I think, and you can relate this to anything, but this is my own story, but it was as if I was living in this space of ego and I had not found my groove from a soul level yet. I'd been very much in a, on a spiritual journey as a teenager and then I jumped straight into the space of ego and fitness and, you know, physical identity. And so what happened was at some point I had to crash and burn to really learn who I truly was and be more authentic to my true self. And so for me that looked like depression. So it was I got to a place in my sports modeling or fitness modeling career and I was like, I was, it was so extreme. I just could not live up to it anymore. And I, there were just a few moments there that changed things. And then I lost my identity as a fitness model. So in that time, I was like, who am I? What does this mean for me? Where do I go from here? And there was a moment of, I think it was about six months. I didn't actually know what was going on. And it was like, I woke up after that and was like, huh, now what? Where do I go from here? And that's when I started to dive more into meditation, yoga, learning more about holistic well-being and health. And it just, it was just like something, I can't remember exactly, but there was just some sort of turn for me that made me go down there. I moved to the Gold Coast then 
um, and I just reshaped everything and I looked at life from a very different point. And I think things happen to us to really get us back on the course of where we're meant to be. And I am all about service. I'm all about impact. I'm all about giving and generosity with my time um, and my work. And so I was obviously going down the wrong path. I was burning myself out and something had to happen for me to be able to go there. And this can happen in corporate careers. You could be working, you know, your butt off and you deep down you have this passion for something else and you're not listening to it. So something's going to happen to trigger you to go there. And you may actually be able to relate to that because I know you were in the corporate space very much so. So I think if people are experiencing this, it's really about going within. We have the answers within us. Whether you are spiritual, woo-woo, whatever it is, you don't need to be. It's really just about tuning into yourself. Like a gut instinct or an intuition or some sort of nudge will happen and you've got to listen to what that is. And when you follow your purpose or you follow what lights you up, you can't fail everything comes to you. It's easy. It's with flow. And I don't mean it's easy because there are challenges, but it feels easy and, and, and it comes naturally to you. Wow. That's so beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing that because I think that mental health is something I'm super passionate about and all of my audience will know that. And especially now with, with COVID, like I read a stat that one in four Australians are suffering with some form of mental health. And, you know, you add COVID on top of that, the loneliness, losing job, you know, and like you just said, your identity was tied up in this fitness, this fitness model. And then when that got taken away, it's like you were kind of left with like, who am I? You know, and I think that's so beautiful what you just said is that all of the answers we could ever want is within. And, but that's quite scary, right? Because, you know, when you're going through the anxiety and the depression and I was, I was anxiety. So I really struggled with like catching my breath and I was thinking too much in the future and worrying about the worst case scenario and things like that. But when I was in the thick of it, it was really, really tough and challenging. And there were some days where, you know, I just, I just couldn't get a grip of it and I would, it would end up turning into like a full blown panic attack. Um, but like, I love what you just said then about the whole meditation and yoga, because it was the holistic therapy that I, that really started to transform. So I'd love to sort of talk to you now about like how, because this is a daily thing, right? You don't just fix yourself, you know, do the, do a couple of meditations, do a couple of yogas. I'm fixed. I'm cool. Now I'm ready to serve and inspire the world. Do you, what sort of things do you do now to ensure that your mindset is always in a good place? And, and then what do you do if you feel yourself, you know, going back into old negative thought patterns? How would you identify it and how do you move forward? I love that. I think um, for me, there's, I, I think with great light and inspiration comes darkness. And that is my understanding of it. And I think when you feel that joy and sense of true happiness, there is always going to be the polarity, which can be dark. So I can get triggered into depression. It's something that I've had since I was a teenager. It, it only really rears its head badly if something happens. And I was in a narcissistic relationship a couple of years ago, and it really showed up for me again in that space of depression and suicidal thoughts and all of those sorts of mental health things. And when you're struggling with something like that and you have a business and an empire and you're trying to earn and you've got to show up for people and you're coaching like my I'm very face-to-face -face. my I have clients that rely on me to get results you have to have something to tap into you have to have a toolkit so just recently I got Wonder Woman's wings on my wrist tattooed I swore black and blue I would never get a tattoo but mm -hmm. I got one I got a couple actually. <laughs> um, and what that symbolizes for me is through that challenging time, and this is what I teach my clients because it's never going to be, like I said before, always sunshine and rainbows. 
you must have something you can tap into, whether you put another hat on, whether you put an outfit on, or for me, it was my superhero within. And Wonder Woman is that for me for many reasons because she, her mission is the people. It is to inspire. It is to be kind. It is to choose love always. But it, she's incredibly powerful and strong and opinionated, all these things that in a time of darkness is challenging to feel. So I would tune into her energy and really embody her superhero qualities in the times that I needed to, to be able to show up for my clients because you are going to have moments of challenge or personal things going on that are going to drag you away from your business, but you have a job to do and you have a mission. Like for me, my mission is bigger than myself. So I have to show up daily for this. And that means tapping into Wonder Woman's superheroes and it's a constant reminder on my arm now. And it's things like, making time for yourself in the morning. Like you said, every morning, you know, I wake up early. I feel better when I wake up early. I naturally do. We're lucky here. The sun comes up at 4.30. <laughs> um, and I spend time down the beach. I ground myself. I do things that feel good. I eat very well. I train. I make sure my diary has time for myself. Not always does it look this perfect, but it's really about those key little steps that make you feel good. It's committing to your own personal development, you know, and it's doing breath work. It's doing whatever feels good for you that helps you achieve what you want to achieve. There is no right or wrong when it comes to routines. Some people can spend three hours in the morning doing a routine. I like to get it done. You know, I like to go for a walk, have a nutritious meal, make sure I have my water as soon as I wake up. Like there's little things. So finding what works for you to get you into the right positive mindset for the day is the key. I absolutely love that. And I'm smiling because I just agree completely with the, everything you just said. And I love the tattoo. So uh, I had a, a coach once and he said, have an avatar. So yes. Wonder Woman is your avatar. So you become her, you know, when you're, when you need that bit of extra strength. And I actually have an avatar. Like when I go to the gym, I think of like uh, Tia Claire Toomey, the, the fittest woman on earth. And then, you know, when I'm doing like a business call, I'll be putting on my business cap. And there's, there's these little like triggers that you can do throughout the day. Like I'll put on my glasses or you know I'll just when I go to the gym I'll shake up my my protein or whatever it is just to trigger me to go right now I am this person now I am going into this mindset so that's super super powerful so let's talk now so let's just say somebody has got they've got a great routine they've got their headspace in a really good point and they want to start a business um where where do you sort of recommend that your clients begin what's sort of almost like the the first step if, if you like yeah, I think that's a good question because there's so much like things out, information out, out online, like where do begin, where does it start? Yeah. So to keep it simple and constructive, I would say that personal branding is the number one thing. You must have a personal brand, whether you're network marketing, whether you're a coach, whether you're starting a business in real estate, whatever it might be. When you build a solid personal brand, you're able to build that no like trust factor so that people can learn how, learn more about you, learn to fall in love with you, learn to trust you, right, for what you are and what you offer. Because I see this a lot in network marketing, especially is that people get so excited and are passionate about a product or whatever it is, but they're just identified by whatever that is. And so they're super excited. They put it out online. They're just selling, 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 but no one knows anything about you. And everyone's looking for human connection right now and human interaction and the person behind the brand, right? And all these people tend to do is post about their product. And then what happens is if that company, hopefully it doesn't, goes down, you go down with it. 
you don't have a brand behind you and you can't then plug something else into you. If you're wanting to look long-term, personal branding is where you start. And I don't mean just pretty pictures and colors and things like that. It's really just about how can I build the no like trust factor, which is allowing people connection to you. How can I allow for people to get to know me in social media and fall in love with me and like me for who I am and being authentic and building that trust through consistently showing up and repetition because no matter what you're selling or putting out there, you can then shift and move. And I think this is why I've had so much success in my business because yeah, I started in the fitness industry. I was a fitness model. But now I'm a business coach and it's because over time, like I had a client start with me this year that's followed me for eight years online, which is powerful, which means that as I've evolved, I've continued to keep my audience engaged. And that's not to say as you shift and change your niche that people may drop off. That's very normal because you may not be suitable. And as a life coach and working with women in body image years ago, those people aren't interested really in business coaching. So yeah, they've potentially dropped off, but that's fine. It's created space for someone new. So I think building that no like trust factor in the personal brand first is very important. Then having that clarity on your vision, you know, what is your two, five, 10 year plan? What is it that you wanting to achieve? What is your mission? Like for me, my, as I say, my mission is bigger than myself. And so when I don't feel motivated, which I believe is just a, an, a feeling that we get here and there, I know what I'm here to do and then I'm here to serve and impact and this is my mission in life. So I know that very clearly and that's where if you have clarity on your vision and mission, you will achieve what it is that you want to achieve and it won't matter when you have the hurdles. It won't matter when it feels hard or you're tired or whatever the excuse might be. Then it's about knowing your niche and target market inside out like they're your best friend and I don't say that lightly if you you want to be imagining yourself that your customer consumer client whatever they are in front of you at a cafe and that you know them and you know what their passions are what their hobbies are what keeps them awake at night how bad they are about this you know what are their problems and you must know your solution As a business owner, you have one job to do. It's to solve a problem. If your business doesn't solve a problem, you don't have a business. So learning what your ideal client or niche is and then knowing their problems and how you can solve them. I think that's, you know, the the key. And then commit to growing and investing in yourself, as we said earlier. That's so important, you know. So right from the get-go, make sure that you have time in your day or in your week where you listen to podcasts, you watch YouTubes, you, you watch documentaries or you read or something like that. Yeah. Love this. And I hope if anyone is thinking about starting a business or has a business right now, you are taking notes. This is incredible stuff. This is literally the steps, the blueprint to starting a business or even just getting clarity on life, right? And I think going back to the personal brand piece, because I think there's a lot of people who are afraid of putting things out, right? I think that we are our own worst enemies and we hold ourselves back. And I'd love to just go into that a bit, Beck, because I think, you know, your your mindset is is incredible and you obviously have this incredible level of confidence. How important is that, right? Because like personal branding, so we, we could sit here and say, you know, you want to be posting, people need, you know, you should be authentic and show up every day. But some people, you know, they they struggle just to, just to put something out there because they're so worried about what people will think. So how do people overcome that? You know, if they're sitting there going, yep, okay, cool, I want to do this. I'm super scared and fearful that I'm going to get judged and what if I fail? So how do, how do people deal with that? Yeah, this is great because I do this all the time with my clients when they start with me, but 
it's because you're making it about you. That's it. Bottom line, we need to make it about them. Make it about the client, the customer, the consumer. You're being selfish when you're thinking in that light. Everything you should put online is for your client, customer, or consumer. And so it's really about knowing that your mission, again, like I said, if your mission is bigger than you are, you will get out of your own way because you're there to do that. You're there to be of service. You're there to impact. I think people like when they say, oh, it's so brave that you show up online, but being brave is being in the military, right? It's serving your country when you're being shot at by things. It's not holding your phone in front of your face, right? And so why is it that people find this so scary? It's literally pushing a button in your lounge room if you're lucky enough, you know, to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And so as society, we are really living in, an, in our lives online and it's just about being comfortable with your authentic truth. And when you really know yourself and you trust in yourself or you trust in your mission or um, your passions or the fact you're here to serve others, you get out of your own way. You really do. And so if you're feeling scared, you want to ask yourself why. And that's where the work gets to be done. And this, you know, as an NLP practitioner, I bring this into my coaching. It's ask yourself, what is the fear really about? Why do I actually feel this fear? What is it about the judgment? Where did I first learn that? I'm going to be judged online. Is it because you judge others online? Is it because you're, you know, sitting in comparison? So it's really just get back to your authentic self. Don't make it about you because that's not what it's about. You're posting 90% of the time should be about your client. And that's how you would, it's called attraction marketing. Like I don't spend zero money on advertising. I've built my entire business through organic traffic. And it's because I know the language my client speaks. I speak directly to her. She feels like I'm creating content directly to her because it's about her. It's not about us. When we're posting pictures, we want to ask ourselves, is it for our ego or is it for our client? Wow, that's super, super powerful. And and what you just said as well, of like knowing who you are, knowing what you want, I think that's the key piece, right? Because I think sometimes when people get a little bit nervous to post online, it's because, well, one, they're obviously judging themselves, but if you judge yourself, typically you judge others as well. You're comparing, you know, you're feeling like you're not good enough. So it all, it, it, it's really just taking that step into really understanding who you are and then mm-hmm. really working out like, what is my unique gifts? What do I want to share with the world? What problem am I solving? What am I passionate? about what could I speak about for the next like 10 years you know and then you've got it right and then you just need to just get over it because of course I think the first five ten even hundred posts right they might feel a bit uncomfortable but the more you do it the more you realize that nobody really cares like you know as long as you're giving a good message and you know I always say someone said to me the day oh I'd, I'd be worried about like my friends and family I'm like well are they paying your mortgage you know, well, are they are they putting money in your pocket? No, they're not. So, you know, why care? Really, like once you get over that, but that all comes from going within, right? Knowing who you are, not having an identity to this career or these these external factors. And I think when you're in that place of self-acceptance, it's super, super powerful. So Yeah, and I think yeah. sorry. And what you said there, it's it's interesting because I think those who judge you for chasing your passion are generally deflecting the fact that they never did what they wanted to do and they're watching you do that. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And I think that, you know, but this is the thing that people do as well. And I know because I've done this myself, you know, you'll post something, right? And you'll get loads of comp like, that was brilliant. Thank you so much. And then you're one person putting something negative. And if we zone in on that one negative, then we can, that can actually stop us from posting more. So I think, you know, then that, that then it sort of goes into the whole like 
gratitude piece, you know, and focusing on like building up your own self-esteem. So, you know, you don't get impacted by external factors as well. But I think we do also live in a society at the moment, Beck, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, that uh, is very much sort of focused on I'll be happy when, or, you know, like if this wasn't happening, I would go for it. And there's a lot of people, I think, who are kind of getting themselves stuck in a bit of a victim mindset right now. Now is not the right time to, to start a business. I'll put that off until next year. I'll wait until COVID happens. Or they've got a lot of excuses why not to do things or why not to move forward in their life. So what advice would you have for people who are thinking about maybe starting a business right now or, you know, just thinking, is it the right time? You know, and, and they are sort of holding themselves back from going from their passions. Any advice for those types of people? Yeah, I think, is there ever really a right time with anything? Like, yes and no. You know, a lot of people think so much before they do. And if, again, it's coming from a place of service, impact, love, inspiration, you can't, fail you can only learn you know if you you know I always say you can you either win or you learn and so it's looking at I think keep in mind why you want to build a business because I think sometimes people think oh this is the easy way out it's not (laughs) so make sure that why you're starting a business is like for the right reasons uh, because you need to treat your business like a business if you want it to pay you like a business if you treat it like a hobby it will pay you like a hobby Nothing wrong with that. If you want a side income to just, you know, dabble in some things or, you know, pay some bills, cool. That's awesome. But be very clear on what you are starting, why you are starting a business so that you can get into the right mindset and energy of that. There is nothing worse than building a business from desperation energy. And I teach my clients this all the time about sales. Like when we do sales calls, that person, that client is applying to work with you. You're not desperate for their sale. You know, it's it's really about energy, it's about mindset, and it's about the reasons why you're doing what you're doing. And so if, you, if you're ready to start the business and you know this is what you've always wanted to do, just get started. And I think don't quit your full-time day job, job until you feel comfortable to do so. It's all great and well going, yeah, I'm just going to quit and I'm just going to chase my passions. Be real about it. It will work for you over time and it will evolve and grow. However, when you have something that, allows you to pay your bills comfortably and still work and you might have to work harder than ever before and work at night and in the morning and on the weekends you're coming from a great energy and you are someone that people want to be around you're able to show up online with a nicer energy or a uh, more positive energy authentic whereas if you quit your job and you need this to be everything right now I'm going to tell you, you're going to repel the people that you want in your business. You're not going to attract customers and clients. So be in the right energy, know why you're starting the business and for the right reason and be very clear if it's just a side income or if it is going to be your full time and then you go all in and invest in coaches and programs and mentors and things that can evolve you and get you there faster. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like you wouldn't climb Everest without a coach, right? And people have like these, I want to get here. Well, why not go and find somebody who's been there, done it, who is where you where you want to be and get there faster? Why struggle for two, three, five, ten years? You know, if, if that, that we live in a world where uh, information is abundant, you know, there's so many incredible people out there, even like yourself, you know, if people are start looking to start a business or a side hustle, or whatever, like, you know, just reach out, you know, and you can literally 
provide them with the steps and get them from where they are now to where they want to be in a much, much shorter time frame, which I think is super powerful, right? Um, and one, one more thing I just want to touch on as well, because I think this is super important because I see a lot of people start businesses, right? And they become prisoner to the business. You know, they think they want to start this business because they want to have this seven-figure business and they want all this income, right? And actually... When, when we strip it right back and you say, why do you want to start this business? Because I want more time. Why do you want more time? Because I want more time to spend with my family, right? And then they're working 16 hours a week, 20 hours a week, whatever it is, you know, uh, starting, this, starting this business. Um, and they quickly kind of lose themselves in it. And then they don't feel passionate about it. Then they burn out. So how important do you think it is to first and foremost also get clear on what kind of lifestyle you want from this business? You know, how oh. important is that in the step? Yeah, 100%, because this is like the question going back with what we were just chatting about is that why do you want a business? Because if you are looking for time freedom, yes, over time it will give you that, but it is very unlikely in the beginning, especially if you're looking to build a six-figure, seven-figure business, you know. Once you build the foundation and the structures and you hit momentum, you can lean back in your business definitely. And it, for me, time freedom means that, I can book something like this in around my day and I can go and have a massage in the afternoon. But I also know that when I get home, I have to do some work and I have to get on top of other things. So it gives you the freedom and flexibility, but it doesn't necessarily say, oh, I'm never going to work a day in my life and make seven figures, which I think people think is, you know, the thing. So it's really, yeah, it's getting clear on why you want to do the business and what that looks like. And is it that maybe for 12 months to 18 months, I just have to go hard to then allow me to have this at the end of that. For me, I, you know, when I turned 30, I was like, okay, I can't rely on anybody but myself. I know when he's coming to save me. That was something I said a lot. And so I was like, how can I set up myself and build an empire that earns me a large income and then that I'm able to step back from when I eventually have a family because I'm being a mom is really important to me. However, I also want to have a business because I am a career driven woman and I, I love working hard and I love having both on the polarity of life. I always joke as a Gemini. So for me, I always build something that I could be passionate about and build that I could step back from, but still have, you know, a great time in and be able to be a mom. So again, it comes back to, what does your lifestyle look like? What is the business going to serve you? And, and what do you need to do to be able to create that? And if it means, you know, allocating a certain amount of time or things like that first to know there's an end goal in sight. Yeah. Wow. That's such incredible advice. Beck, I could sit here and chat to you all day, uh, but I'm also conscious that we are both running businesses and uh, conscious of your time as well. So final question for you. I love asking this question because everyone's got a different answer and I'm always curious to ask this. So what does success look like to you? <laughs> love this question. Um, it's a great question because it's so unique to everyone. For me, success is impacting on a large scale. I always say, like I've said probably numerous times today, that my mission is bigger than me. When I impact one single client's life, and because usually they're a coach, they then impact another coach and uh, another client, and that client impacts, you know, their family and their kids. And there's this huge ripple effect. And my old coach and I used to say that it's like imagining a globe and there's a light bulb going off in every single part of this globe, all around the world, all the time, every touch point you have, every ripple effect that you have. So success to me looks like inspiring one single person every single day 
no matter where they're at in their life. And that's what, you know, going back to some of the things we've talked about today, when you're making it about yourself, switch it to if I can just inspire one single person today and the negative comments, forget those. If I can impact one single person today, my job is done. And so success for me looks like getting people into action, getting people closer to their dreams and creating the reality that they desire through their passions and inspiring on a greater scale. Wow. That is, that's the, I think that's a great answer for success. I definitely think that looks like success to me as well. So absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for giving your time to us today. I hope everyone who's listening to this got tons of value. I've made loads of notes as well. It's been absolutely fantastic. Beck, thank you so much. Now for people who want to reach out and find you, where should they go? Yeah, I hang out on Instagram. So DM me over there. Um, It's just, I am Rebecca Neal and I've got RebeccaNeal.com.au as well beautiful we'll put all the links on the um, on below the show notes of the podcast so you can access Beck. but thank you so much for your time and uh yeah i look forward to catching up with you at the beach <laughs> thank you so much i'm incredibly grateful to be able to share with your audience today yeah thank you so much Thank you so much for listening to the Mind to Lead podcast. I'm excited to announce that I have just opened up enrollment for the Mind Body to Lead 12-month transformational program starting early 2021. Now, I think we can all agree 2020 has not been the year anyone expected. So why not set yourself up for an incredible 2021? So if you're looking to take your life to the next level, overcome that fear, doubt and uncertainty, get in the best shape of your life, both physically and mentally, feel energized every single day and wake up with passion and positivity, no matter what is going on around you, then be sure to jump to the Mind Boy to Lead website where I'm currently taking enrollments for next year's program. Now, the best part is if you're part of the VIP pre-launch list, you'll also receive up to 54% off the general public price. Now, I'm only taking a limited amount of people because I really want to ensure I give that personal approach, then this means that spots sell fast. So don't wait. You deserve to take your life to the next level, to wake up every single day feeling amazing. So join the VIP list today and don't miss out on this life-changing program. Plus, get a chance to win an entire year's worth of coaching for free. So head over to the mybodytolead.com slash VIP to sign up today and let's make 2021 your best year yet. Once again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care.